As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Business news, business resources, economic analysis, market analysis from experts and industry leaders in African enterprise. Get more for a profitable African venture. Africa Business Radio, towards a profitable Africa. Tune in to Africa Business Radio on www.africabusinessradio.com. Find us on Facebook, Africa Business Radio, and on Twitter, Africa Beast Radio, towards a profitable Africa.
B. Joseph Pine II and James H. State in their book, The Experience Economy, the number of goods and services has increased, making the industry as a whole increasingly competitive and crowded. They illustrate that brands must begin to provide consumers with memorable events and engagements that allow the brand to stand out from the clutter of their competitors. Livy Alvey in Relationship Marketing further explains that brands facing identical competitors can create brand loyalty by focusing on the emotional connection. And that forms the basis of our conversation today when we're talking all things experiential marketing. You are on Brands of Africa show and this is Africa Business Radio. Stay with us when we take you down the journey of experiential marketing. Of course, good morning to you. Thank you so much for choosing us. Hashtag Brands of Africa on Africa Business Radio, Africa Biz Radio on Twitter, Africa Business Radio on Facebook, Fedatha One and Mpomaisa. It is your favorite show on the land. Stay with us. is indeed a beautiful day it is the show that you love as my colleague and Paul always says this is africa brands of africa <laughs> <laughs> shall we start over this is africa business radio and you are in brands of africa show my name is fred arthur fish i'm your host with my co-host of course mpoma isa morning morning so before we go any further, you know, when I, when we thought about this conversation, I thought to myself, um, one of the things that has become so predominant in the marketing industry is experiential marketing, mm. um, and more so for FMCG companies, um, you know, companies that are more in the consumer space, that mm-hmm. produce consumer goods, um, they're more inclined to provide, um, and in fact, even electronics, um, like your Samsung, your LG, yes. they often do experiential marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for us, it's important to have this conversation because it is one way of changing consumer perception and yes. also change, um, taking your consumers on a journey to experience your goods before mm-hmm. they go um, to buy them. It's almost like test driving a car. For yes. me, I see it as, as a form of, of, of um, experiential marketing. Uh, but before I go any further, perhaps let's get into the, the nitty-gritty. So, I mean, experiential marketing is, is a form of advertising that focuses primarily on helping consumers experience a brand, which is mm-hmm. exactly what I just said. Yes. Um, and I did my research. We did our research um, on, I think, most of our 
of our thesis we got from creativeguerrillamarketing.com. Mm-hmm. So if you want to read further, please visit their website. And so while traditional advertising and that we're talking radio, print, television, etc., verbally and visually communicates the brand and product benefits, experiential marketing tries to immerse the consumers within the product by engaging as many other human senses as possible. In this way, experiential marketing can encompass a variety of other marketing strategies from individual sampling to large-scale guerrilla marketing. Um, And in the end, the goal of experiential marketing is to form a memorable and emotional connection between the consumer and the brand so that it may generate customer loyalty and influence purchase decision. And I think... This actually just puts it together in context to say for anybody to buy anything, I think consumers have become smarter. Mm-hmm. My goodness, I'm sweating. Is it hot in here? No. Um, <laughs> maybe because I just had a huge cup of coffee. Um, but but for consumer, I think as consumers, we've become more aware of what we want, what mm-hmm. we need, um, and we've become so aware of products that don't meet the you know the expected um, um, outcome or goal. And so, mm-hmm. experiential marketing is, is one element of actually. Eliminating that. As a product consumer myself, I actually prefer the experience of touching a brand mm-hmm. and, and interacting with it because then, you know, you don't have buyer's remorse afterwards when you've bought something. It's like buying clothes. Mm-hmm. You know, when you go, although I must say the whole concept of buying clothes and going to a fitting room, I've always said this, it's, it's such a lie. Because, you know, when you fit clothes, you go into a fitting room, the lighting is different, the mm-hmm. mirror is huge. Yes. Um, you look thinner. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all those things. And then you get home and you just like, I am. When I was in the mirror, this, when I was in the mirror in the fitting room, this didn't look like that. And that's a good example of good experience. Right? Um, but, 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 but I guess the whole point of it is you experience what mm-hmm. you're buying. You, mm-hmm. you get to interact with it from an emotional, sensory, you feel it on your body. So that by the time you walk off the shop, you know you've made a good decision. Absolutely. I must say when, when you want your product to get to the helm of people um, experiencing what it is that it offers, experiential marketing is important in that mm. sense. I can tell you why. Um, in the telecoms space of which uh, we specialize in um, payroll services, and of course um, you go up to clients and um, you... For instance, I would go to EPSA, and I'm not even sure if you guys have it, but I would go to EPSA and I would um, uh, present these, um, I would demonstrate these systems for payroll services Mm. that I think you guys need. And if you want to go with our company, you would essentially outsource us as a business. And part of that process in presentation, you have to have a demo. Of which yes. you take the, your clients, your potential clients, into that whole experience yeah. as to how the how the systems work and how do you even tackle real life problems. It's real time, mm. so I feel like you you get a great deal of mar- prospective clients. Correct. When you yeah. do experiential marketing, because at least they know how it looks like. At least they know exactly what they'll be dealing with instead of like a hearsay. Oh, this is what we'll do for your product, for your brand or whatever. But at least you know that as a potential client, you can see the nitty gritties of mm. that particular product when you do experiential marketing. Absolutely. I mean, one writer, Christopher Ratcliffe, goes on to say the premise of experiential marketing is to create a closer bond between the consumer and the brand by immersing them in a fun and memorable experience, which is mm. exactly 
exactly what you've just said. Mm. He goes on to say, if a brand event stirs positive emotions in people, then they are more likely to associate those emotions with that brand. This encourages brand loyalty and the stronger possibility of sales further down the line. To this end, experiential marketing can be more effective than any kind of display ad, a promoter tweet or Facebook ad. However, it's also possibly harder to measure as conversions may not happen till much further down the line. And that's so true. I mean, it's just like test driving cars I was saying earlier. Mm. It's difficult to measure success of it because you don't know because people take time to respond or to make a decision. Yeah. And so, because especially if it's emotionally inclined, because you know when you make an emotional decision, it takes time. You want mm. to make sure that you're comfortable, you're happy, you're not going to regret it. So it's like going to test drive a car. You're not going to make a decision overnight. Mm-hmm. And I always feel like that is the expectation from salesmen, that mm-hmm. you must test drive the car, go home and come back tomorrow and buy the car. And I get confused, but that's not how this works. Since you are in the process of purchasing a new car, mm. my friend, mm. How has your experience been? You know what? I'm so glad you bring that up. <laughs> Let me tell you. My goodness. I wish these people could hear. So I've I've decided to drive, um, to move from my favorite brand, BMW, my heart breaks. I've decided to move from that to buy a brand that's completely out of, you know, that scope, a much cheaper brand, mm-hmm. a Kia. Mm-hmm. I have been to a number of Kia deal, dealers, dealerships. Okay. Can I tell you, I've walked in a couple of these dealerships and I've not gotten attention. No one has come up to me. No one has come up to me. Do you know when you walk into a BMW dealership, you will find guys on the floor who are coming to greet you. Good morning, sir. Mm. You know, they come to you. Can I tell you, yesterday I went to a dealership in Santon, on, on, on Santon Drive. Mm-hmm. No one came to me. I stood there. I said to, there was a lady washing the cars. I said, where are the sales guys here? Mm. No one came to me. She went to 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 call on one of them. Wow. They took about nobody on the floor. Nobody looking. Nobody the on clients. the floor. But you know, I thought to myself, the experience is so horrible. In that, as a customer who's who's going to make such a big decision, you need support. You need mm. someone to come to you mm. and provide the information. The three dealerships: one in Santon, mm-hmm. the other in in in. Cremerville, the other in down the road here, actually in Randburg, on, on, what's that road? On Bay, on Malibongo Drive. Mm-hmm. It took forever for someone to come to me and assist me. Wow. I had to go in and ask for assistance. And I thought to myself, do I want to make this decision? Mm-hmm. Because if I'm not getting the service that I should be getting, I, I swear to you, if you Even walk into... Exactly. Yeah. It's make it difficult. And I feel like I'm already going to regret it. But because I've made my, my mind up to say, I want a cheaper vehicle. You know, I want mm-hmm. a car that's going to be cheaper than what I've been driving. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to go into an, into an SUV space, uh, because, I mean, SUVs are expensive. Yeah. But I don't want to spend a lot of money on an SUV. But, you know, for me, it's exactly that. Experiential marketing. Mm-hmm. You need the end-to-end service. You know, that... You you got a salesman who's going to come to you, yes. who's going to give you the information, who's going to make sure that you're happy. And the other thing I find with salesmen is that they often shove their ideas down your throat, mm. you know, not listening to exactly what you're saying. Because my thing is they need to solution you to say, OK, this is what I require. How do you put together something that's going to be satisfactory? Mm. And these are the, these are our um, recommendations. These are recommendations. What would you like? Exactly. You know? Because they're trying to put they're trying to at the end of the day, they're trying to push sales, exactly. uh, which is 
I mean, if it's if it's for it's a forced sale. It's, mm. I don't know what we used to call it in advertising: push sales. It's push marketing. Yeah. Push marketing. Mm. It, and you, as a consumer, you don't necessarily like that, no. and you feel it when it happens to you, and you think because because with time, you know, we've become so smart. We've mm. become so aware of what we want, what yes. we need, what's necessary, and so you go in there not knowing what you want, but you go in there with an informed decision. I mean. We've got social marketing, we've got social media, you've got digital. So you do your research before you go. I mean, back in the day, our parents, when, you know, products were coming, they were more focused on what is what they're being told. Mm. Whereas we know these things. I mean, for heaven's sake, we're in marketing. So we know exactly what to go in Mm. there and ask the questions. So you don't want somebody to come and shove their ideas down your throat. But in in a nutshell, my experience there was not great. Um, But did you eventually get helped? I eventually did get help. But the one in Santon, on on, on Santon drive yesterday I walked out because I was like I'm not waiting anymore I, I really don't have time for this mm. you know so I left and I never get back and you know I walked away and I said I said to one of the ladies who was on the floor cleaning and I said well they've just lost a sale because guess what I actually was looking to make a deal mm-hmm. but I left um, and needless to say I got a better deal down the road from here but anyway so um, so brands utilize a variety of marketing strategies in order to achieve this emotional connection with their consumers. Mm-hmm. When it comes to which marketing strategies to use, it depends more on how they are used. I mean, the target demographic of the product and the emotion and the brand, um, or rather the emotion that the brand wants to associate itself with. And so it's very important when you make it, when you're doing your marketing strategy to ensure that, um, for instance, you can't do experiential marketing for Omo. Which I know they do always, but they do all the time <laughs> at shopping centers. At shopping centers, behind a truck. Behi- I know. <laughs> <laughs> Make no mistake. But I mean, I guess they do because I mean that target market obviously requires that because especially if they're talking about, um, you know, removing stains, you need to demonstrate how you're removing stains. Mm. Um, and and so Christopher on this article continues to say. Best practice tips. He says, um, here are a few tips and examples to remember when planning an expansion marketing event. Um, he says, according to a research, 48% of people say they're more likely to buy a new product if they can't, if they can try it first. Therefore, product samples are a must in any experiential campaign. In fact, I just remember that you bought a fragrance because you got a sample in a magazine yes. and you experienced the product and yes. you loved it. Yes. Um, and so you got, you actually made the decision to buy the product based and you on had never that, used it. Yes. Based, based on, on the that. sample and mm. also because it delivered a product and a service that met your standards. Um, so an example says Nespresso has its own stores, except they're actually called boutiques. Imagine. I mean, for goodness sake, they're just coffee comp- coffee machines. Um, but they call themselves boutiques. I know. But uh, talking brand. about that, the advert with George Clooney mm-hmm. and, and all those celebrities using the machine and the, and, and, and be, them being bitten up for the coffee. Yes. Listen, I love my coffee, but trust, no one will beat me up for coffee. No. Um, but um, with these showrooms, Nespresso asserts its claim as a lifestyle product. Um, look, these products are so good they deserve to be displayed in the same way as a supercar or enjoyed in the same way as champagne. I mean, that is so smart in that you would never expect coffee pods to be displayed in a store yeah. like a car. You would yeah. never, you know. They take their brand very seriously. They do. And hence, they, they, they tap on the emotional side of their target, they do. Uh, target market. Mm. Because, I mean, people who... It's an emotional journey. For it sh- is. Like, like you say... Mm-hmm. Um, the the premium coffee and they even went as far as using George Clooney and yes. stuff. I mean, think about how many people. I know you're one of the grumpiest people who, who <laughs> one of the people. Well, who thank actually, you. One of the people who are actually grumpy when they hadn't had their coffee. It's an mm. emotional side it is. that they advertise on it your is. behalf. 
It's it experiential is. marketing. Absolutely. Um, so this example of of coffee is really great because it actually relates the message about mm. experiential marketing. Because you actually go into the store, you taste the coffee, the different flavors and stuff. Mm-hmm. Personally, I prefer filter coffee because I feel like it's more stronger. I don't have time for cappuccinos and lattes and stuff. It's watered down. Anyway, my opinion. I um, must say, sorry, I must say I had a good experiential mm. learn, um, uh, uh, marketing at Checkers down in Mall of Africa. Oh, in, really? In, in mm. Gauteng, South Africa, Africa. So I was looking for um, uh, a, 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 a nice type of cheese that goes with your crackers. Mm. And you know how Checkers is so big on cheese. You literally mm. are in a cheese paradise when you walk into Checkers. Hey. <laughs> so this like, lady was sitting there with mm. all different samples, and really? I had to go and taste all the because I had no idea. Mm, no, mm. I, I'm black. I only eat powdered <laughs> cheese and whatever. You know, like, and I'm fine with the fact that you know I don't mm. eat a lot of cheese mm. in the world, but. Given so such a variety of cheese that you can find out there, this lady was sitting there literally with every sample of every brand that was on the shelf that enabled me to taste and essentially make a decision because it was catering for 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 um um a little um group of people yeah, yeah. and I needed a cheese that went mm, well with crackers mm. and you can't just buy any cheese exactly you have to be very sure of what it that is that was a good thing from it's, Mall of Africa mm, big up big up to check big up Mall to of them. Africa but I must say you're absolutely right I mean mm. we buy our cheese solely from Mall of, from from checkers yeah. um, and we used to buy you know I mean f- like you I'm just like listen cheese is cheese is cheese mm-hmm. right I mean okay I do know the difference between garda and, and cheddar but because mm-hmm. you know but the way checkers displays cheese and Talks about cheese. Sure. It's they make it such a delicacy. Oh. They make it such a expensive thing. I mean, cheese is expensive, but they make it so lucrative. Mind you, cheese makes us very constipated. I've never noticed, <laughs> but cheese does make people constipated. Anyway, another another conversation for another day. So, to certainly succeed with this marketing channel of experiential marketing, mm-hmm. any experiential campaign also needs to target the right audience at the right time in the right manner. It's no good PlayStation for setting up a demo room in the middle of a particularly counter culture summer music festival. It's a festival. Why mm-hmm. do you want people to be playing? You know. Um, uh, PlayStation. But let's take the Disney TV show Doc McStuffin as an example. The show is about a six year old girl who heals mm-hmm. toys out of their imaginary clinic. Disney recreated these clinics in various Toys R Us stores across the country where children were given a ten minute immersive experience where they took the role of Doc of Doc and diagnosed what was wrong with the with Big Ted. Um, I can just imagine what a disaster that was because you know children the minute they go into a toy store you do not get them out mm-hmm. um, and apparently the result was that almost 8,000 children took part in the experience um, um, in the experience and uh, 75% of whom stated it's an excellent um, and it created a 5.3% 5.3% increase in the propensity to buy merchandise the results of Big Ted's diagnosis remain unrevealed so obviously this is I mean there's many ways of of doing experiential marketing um and I think you need to you need to understand um what what experiential, what marketing, experiential is. marketing is um but I think and Paul will dive deeper into mm. these experiences by talking about the various brands as she goes um but importantly I think it's understanding as we always say the target audience how do you bring experiential marketing I think one of the companies as well that does it very well is um Red Bull I mean Red mm. Bull goes to these various events and they, they have and how how crazy they always have these girls in shorts and they have wings and they they're giving out Red Bulls and they have these mini Coopers yes. with the Red Bull thing at the back. Um, and it's just such an, an intimate experience. All the marketing of the brand. people actually own those cars. 
they drive around. Yeah, that is, they, that is really yeah. great. That's amazing because I mean that is another way of making sure that you mm. engage with the target audience wherever they are. And in fact, they like going to these festivals and um, music festivals yes. and um, you know various sort of um, events mm. where they promote the brand. Mm. And I mean they they play on this whole thing of um, Red Bull gives you wings, and mm. um, which I think is a great marketing campaign. But they're also quite innovative in how they engage with you. I'm not a Red Bull fan myself, but I think the marketing. Um, is really incredible and in that it's engaging. You know, why Why are you laughing? Because I cannot believe that day we went to Thailand and we asked for Red Bull. And <laughs> Yo, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> and we I got a, something forgot. that was... And it, it, if it wasn't afraid, if it wasn't afraid, because Fred was like, he was... His attention pain was, was so on, an, on another level. So he, we had asked for Red Bull. And the previous club that we went to, they actually brought us the Red Bull in a glass. And the next club, when we went and we asked for Red Bull, Fish actually said, you know what? Don't bring the glass when it's already open. Mm-hmm. Bring the Red Bull here. Mm-hmm. I want to see it. Because, you know boy, what? I had boy. seen, you know, something said to me, number one, the first day you guys ordered Red Bull, it came, it's like going to a club and they pour your drink and you don't see it. Mm. I feel like they pour half of it. Yes. And where's the rest of it? That time you're paying for it. And I mean, drinks in clubs in Thailand are uber expensive mm. because they don't charge to get into the clubs and all of that. But to buy a drink in there that you would get for much cheap in South Africa was so expensive. Then they bring the Red Bull. Heaven forbid. It was this little <laughs> tiny thing that was... That not looked even like the, medicine. It looked like medicine. It was in a bottle that looked like some children's medicine. Yes, that, that you dilute in water. Oh, my word. You know I that, was like, no. You know no. That, 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 that old oro? Yes, yes, right? It came in, it came in a I was bottle like, like, no, oro. let's not play these games. I was <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not going to drink this. Because this is for my friends, but bring us the the real deal. It was like a fake version of oh, the real Red thing, Bull, yeah. you know. And then eventually they came out with the real deal. Um, after of course a lot of back and forth, naturally also because of the price. And I was just like, listen, you're not gonna try and rub us in this country. We're not gonna <laughs> play games like that. Bring us the real deal, you know. Um, but before we go any further, I think let's take a short break. And when we come back, and Paul will continue to take us through the various experiences of experiential marketing by highlighting the companies. Um, in fact, she's gonna talk about eight very cool examples of exchangeable marketing campaigns that have been done. Remember to have a conversation with us on social media platforms. Hashtag Brands of Africa. You are still on Africa Brands of Africa Business Radio. (laughs) What is going on with me today? I don't understand why I'm getting it wrong, guys. Honestly, stay tuned. (laughs) Tune in to Africa Business Radio on www.africabusinessradio.com Find us on Facebook, Africa Business Radio, and on Twitter, at Africa Beast Radio, towards a profitable Africa.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit
It's of course Fish's favorite song, Rose Eyes, that pink. Whatever. <laughs> but um, that is a that is one. You know, I was saying that it's it become a such a national yeah. a national anthem mm-hmm. um, for LGBTQ LGBTI whatever we call ourselves. But um, it's such a nice song because it just speaks to that everybody's human and people is she must a member be of LGBTQ? No, 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 no. It it's just a song. It's just song. a song that oh. she created. But it just talks to people must just be accepted for being people. Mm. I think it's such an amazing song. Yeah, and that was Pink, What About Us, lovely tune. Um, before the break, uh, Fish took us through to uh, took us through at exactly what is experiential marketing, and mm. we spoke about different, you know, types of experiential marketing that we've experienced. Um, funny enough, he ta- he spoke about um, Kia that he also had an experience, and you know, it's amazing that they take us. Their tagline is uh, the part of surprise, and boy, oh boy, you were surprised by this. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to throw it in there. Um, Welcome back. Don't forget to hashtag Brands of Africa. Have a conversation. Engage with us on social media. Um, what is experiential marketing and what is it good for? Um, that's what I'm, I'm posing the question to ask because the premise to create a closer bond between the consumer and the brand is by immersing them into a fun and a memorable experience. We've also mentioned that earlier that you need to um, engage with them and give them an experience. Give them, um, I know a company that, uh, uh, they called what do they what do they called um Gassi Child or something Gassi mm-hmm. Child and they do bespoke experiences their brand promises actually to do bespoke experiences they mm. don't position themselves in, as an events company yeah. but an experience i actually saw a post the other day that they had um what did they? They had an Albany um, display, mm-hmm. and I've never seen bread in a way that they actually displayed it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Wow, this is an experience." It's bread, it's, it's bread, but it was in a very nice vintage mm. theme, you know. And they make it look like, even though it's something that we grew up eating every single yeah. day, that I actually don't want to see anywhere in my kitchen now nowadays because we've had so much mm-hmm. of it. But it, it gives you an experience. Um, and that's what I like about it. And if a brand um, event stirs genuine positive emotions within people, then they say they are most likely to associate those emotions with that brand, mm-hmm. which is more effective than showing them a Facebook ad or something. You know, occasionally the line blurs between experiential marketing and a straightforward PR stunt. But um, I'm not here to waste time and let's um, go through your eight examples of experiential marketing. The first one I've got is Samsung. As part of the sponsorship of the 2012 Olympics, Samsung created a brand experiences at various destinations around London, including the St. Pancras International Stratford, International Westfield Stratford. And running from mid-July to early September, the Samsung Studios focused on demonstrating the new Galaxy S3 and a Galaxy Note. Um, Visitors could play with Samsung's Olympic Games app uh, or have their photo taken at the Galaxy S3. Okay, now we're talking S6 on the S, S7. Imagine. But, I mean, if they could get this right in 2012, you can imagine what their mm. brand um, has, has. I actually saw an ad the mm. other day on, on Facebook. They were throwing jabs at um, iPhone. So this oh, guy okay. was... <laughs> yeah. So yeah. The, I'll show you now. So this guy was... Um, Comparing why he hasn't, you know, bought an Android phone mm. as opposed to the 
to the iPhone, but that's another story for another day. So there are also a competi- there was also a competition to win in Estrian around the world trip. Um, if people and the and the around the world trip, if people could be bothered to return every day to collect special pin badges. Notably, no products were sold at the studios. But I mean, analysis show that half of the visitors spent between six and ten minutes at the Samsung studio, while the average interaction was about seven to forty-five seconds. You see, so they spent mm. more time. Mm. Um, in, in, in the store and for those in the market for a new phone the average interaction was about 18 to 15 seconds um, amongst the various and other results 9 of out of 10 visitors claimed to be more likely to consider a Samsung phone as a result of having interacted with the Samsung studio how cool is that and just over a third uh, let's say 35% said that they're much more likely to consider Samsung which is I mean, those are the results that they were mm. essentially looking for, even though they could have been better than 35%, but, but it's still something. It was the target. But I think, mm. you know, I, I think Samsung's one of those. I mean, if you go into the various shopping malls, and yes. they always put up a display of mm. these fantastic phones, and they, they give you those virtual reality, what do they call VDR, whatever those things that you oh, put yes. on. Those are cool. I they're like cool. Them. I think one of them, uh, I remember the advert they did with the, with the ostrich um, running with the Samsung things and making, and then I think the, the advert was like, I can do it or something like that. And the, the ostrich is seeing all of this and it feels like it can fly. Um, but obviously ostriches can't fly. <laughs> but it, it had those those vir- virtual reality things that made it feel like it could fly. I think it was one of the most amazing adverts that just gave you hope and not only was it about Samsung, but mm-hmm. it was making you feel like with a Samsung you can do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think their their pop up stores are really great, especially mm-hmm. for experiential marketing. Um, and you get to experience the brand, you interact with it, what the phone is about, and that sort of thing. So it's it's really cool. Yeah, and the second one we've got a dog mustin's checkup clinic. So the dog mustin is a Disney Channel TV show about six year old um, girl who heals toys out of her imaginary clinic. If you've not heard of it, um, to pr- it, it's basically to promote the upcoming second series and increasing merchandise sales. Disney cre- recreated Dogs Clinic into a Tesco, Smiths, and Toys R Us in the UK. I think um, Fish uh, also touched a bit on it mm-hmm. earlier, but I'm going to just uh, you know get into it. Children were given a 10-minute immersed experience where they took the role of Doc and diagnosed what was wrong with Big Ted. I mean. This is this is not only giving you experiential learning, but it's it's giving you it's like a career expo of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, this was really nice. Um, I don't know what did you think about this fish. I think it's great, um, especially because children always want to live the moment on mm. TV. So for the target market, it did the job that it needed to do. I mean, children watch these programs and they wanted to interact. They often when you know when kids are um, see something on TV, they always relive it at home. Yes. And to give them an experience in a store like Toys R Us, where they are in the middle of toys and there's all these things they can play with and actually act the role mm. that the OEC on TV is a complete um, revolution of experiential marketing. I think it's fantastic. The only problem there is I can't imagine the parents are quite happy because imagine a three-year-old or a two-year-old screaming to walk out of the shop with that mm. Ted bear. Must be a disaster. It must be. I mean, this is another good marketing strategy. Mm. I mean, if... If 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 you don't want to let go of Ted, then your parents are obliged to even buy you a big Ted. Exactly. So, mm. 
And I mean, kids are a big fan of playing house. I mean, you can imagine totally, totally. <laughs> how we were young. And I would we... be so upset if I was a parent. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how you don't go to. I always say as a parent, I mean, I've got nieces and nephews. So mm-hmm. I've got an experience of what it is to walk into a store with those things. They will not leave until you get them what they want. But now I know the rule of thumb is do not go into a, sto- a toy store with a, with a kid. I don't. In fact, I do all my, my, for instance, my Christmas shopping I've done throughout the year because I mm. knew come this time around, you don't have money to buy those expensive toys Mm -hmm. you don't go buy toys with kids you will regret it you Mm -hmm. will simply regret it because you will not walk out of that shop with what you went in there looking for you're going to go out with you're going to be more broke than ever I know Um, the the next one is Red Bull Stratos which you also spoke about fish um, and how much they give so much so many great experiences pretty much everything Red Bull does is based around experiential learning marketing from its air race to its F1 team to the extreme sports events that they always have though none of these uh, um, garnered the same global attention as the Stratos jump in which Felix uh, Bong Mostnar passed the speed of sound as he broke a 52 year old record for the highest uh, recorded parachute jump no no <laughs> this is like taking it Too very far. far as to Red Bull giving you wings. And mm. I just hope this was safe. News channels around the world carried live coverage of this event, gaining Red Bull priceless brand exposure but and imagine. extensive PR. You know, um, as a marketer, yeah. I would have been so proud of myself because that is taking it to a whole new mm. level. Imagine news channels covering that, like I a mean, news story, and it's just a marketing campaign. That is big. That mm-hmm. is really big. I mean, I think if the, the executives at Red Bull were not impressed, mm-hmm. then they, they don't know what they're looking for. On the contrary, it could have been a disaster. It could have been a disaster. <laughs> I know, absolutely. But I mean, if it worked out, then that's fantastic. And this was Jota Down is one of the greatest ever content marketing campaigns achieved mm. in this category. Um, the next one, I've got Editors and Derek Rose pop-up stores aren't a new concept but Editor's D. Rose uh, jump store in London was a cut above the rest. Mm. Chicago Bulls point guard Derek Rose was in attendance to challenge fans to win a pair of free trainers by taking off a shelf that happened to be ten uh, the 10 foot um, in the air. Uh, it's a relevant exciting and memorable experience for all the kids who took part. And I, I assume that also, you know, was a success. Mm. Uh, the next one is Sensodyne. When launching new Sensodyne uh, Complete Protection, uh, GSK wanted to demonstrate how its uh, no environment technology can help sensitive teeth, as well as encouraging people to think more about sensitivity and its impact on their lives. The great sensitivity test was set up near London's tower. Um, London's Tower Bridge consisting of three different zones where Zone 1 allowed people um, allowed Zone 1 allowed people to have a sensitivity check with a dentist to win prizes, obtain free samples and essentially see a demo of the product. Where Zone 2 was basically a a giant tooth that gave people a decent vintage point of a photo. And in the Zone 3, Sensodyme attempted to host the world's largest ever oral hygiene lesson as a dental expert told a crowd of about 232 people how to correctly look after their teeth. Overall, the event 
achieved 150 media mentions and distributed for almost about 6,500 free samples. Uh, dental sensitivity checks were carried out on 200 people, but there um, there's no information regarding the impact on the purchase um, intent thereof. But even so, I think um, mm. they achieved a, a great um deal of exposure in terms of educating people because I mean essentially as a company especially a health care company like um, Sensodam you not only push to drive sales but part of your CSI must be to educate people on how to Mm. take care of their teeth absolutely your mouth and we can imagine how when your mouth stings how you know (laughs) my pet peeve I can't stand bad breath it it sets me off the rails honestly and I Mm. think sensitivity is a big issue for lots of people and I don't think they understand how to deal with it so for Sensodam to come out with a a program like this or experiential marketing like this is really great because Mm. I think it's important for people to understand how to work with their teeth my goodness teeth people brush your teeth that's all I'm going to say and you know, I've actually read somewhere that the yellow your teeth are, the stronger they are. <laughs> no, Google this. no, I refuse to believe that. People with yellow teeth—it has nothing to do with color. People with yellow teeth have stronger teeth, and the more and the more whiter your teeth are, the more. Please Google it. Please let's leave it. I can't. The, the I more refuse. whiter your teeth are, there's the nothing as disgusting as yellow teeth. <laughs> I'm sorry. I g- I'm not saying that the yellow teeth are appeasing, <laughs> but I'm just stating the facts. I'm happy to have uh, to have none yellow teeth. If it means they're not going to be strong, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm fine. I'll figure something out. I'll go get fake teeth afterwards. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got Game of Thrones. This one possibly veers more towards being a PR stunt than rather experiential learning, but I mean, we'll see. It's, it was still very cool. Uh, UK movie and TV streaming service um, Blink Box stamped a dragon skull on a desert beach to coincide with the release of Game of Thrones series three. I'm never going to understand this because I'm not. I've, I've not been following. Game me of neither. Thrones. Ooh, goodness me. It was the size of a London bus, so naturally gained quite a lo- London bus. It gained Imagine. a lot, quite of attention. With around 250 uh, pieces of press coverage appearing in all of them. I mean, this is like a gigantic um, bony thing in my bob that looks like... Uh, it just looks wrong. It looks wrong. But so who, much wrong. Who wants to go into that beach with that thing? But I mean... Well, it was Game the, of Thrones people. Yeah. Do you know how crazy Game of, Thrones, Game of Thrones fans go? I know, I mean, right? I remember when it first came back um, and they were doing a screening at 3am at one of the malls here in South Africa in Joburg. People went. And they were doing... At 3am in the morning. Yes. I remember Manuel wanted to go. I'm like... Buddy, you're on your own. I'm not waking up at 3am to go drive to watch some unrealistic show. I mean, I've got better things to do with my time. But Game <laughs> like of Thrones sleeping. fans, like, sleeping is quite <laughs> important for me. It's a journey. <laughs> it's a personal journey. Uh, but people who do Game of Thrones go crazy. I wouldn't be surprised if people want to go into the beach with this thing. I mean, it looks, it looks horrific. Mm. It really does. The last one is the Simpsons movie. I love the Simpsons. Okay, so this is an old example, but I really um, like it. So here it is. Back in the twi- in twenty in two thousand and seven, the twentieth century Fox partnered with Seven Eleven to transform twelve of its stores into Quick E Marts. The shop ran by Apu in the Simpsons. It was all to promote the release of the Simpsons movie. Uh, Quick Emarts offered a limited quantities of uh, crust O cereal, Buzz Cola, and squeeze frozen drinks. 
Hmm. A special edition of the Radioactive Men comic book was also produced just for 7-Eleven, while life-size citizens of Springfield could be seen in the stores. I love Springfield. Well, Springfield <laughs> is is the location or whatever the mm. suburb that the mm. Simpsons live in, and Springfield is quite nice. You find yourself <laughs> it's like a, you find yourself imaginary, you know, when you watch the Simpsons, because it's, it's like a, a well-orchestrated art that they created. A, a town look-alike mm. for you to enjoy as if you're living in Springfield when you watch The Simpsons. Whatever, dude. So, <laughs> um, I've come to an end of uh, uh, eight um, various examples of experiential learning. This was a great deal of various selections of experiential learning marketing examples. It is true. Um, the line does sometimes blur between experiential marketing and PR stunts. But true experiential activity should always look to deliver a lasting positive impact by creating a meaningful, memorable and high personal experience for the participant. And that was your experiential marketing. We'll be right back with just a quick break. Next, we'll have your brand bulletin as well as your brand of the week, uh, quote of the week. And yeah. Business news, business resources, economic analysis, market analysis from expert and industry leaders in African enterprise. Get more for a profitable African venture. Africa Business Radio, towards a profitable Africa.
Leading uh, brand bulletin this afternoon, new campaign, hashtag new campaign, be the slash um, generation. The Remy Martin recently launched the third edition of its annual One Life Live Them campaign, developed by local advertising agency Sachi and Sachi Brand Drug, featuring influencers. The call, the call one life, uh, dot live them encourages people to live their lives to the fullest, explains Phil Forget, marketing manager at Remy Martin. We want to inspire people to explore their many talents and diverse interests instead of simply being defined by the, by just one thing that they do. The Asagai 2017, where quantity and quality meet, the Direct Marketing Association of South Africa, Asagai Awards, took place on Thursday evening at the Empire in Johannesburg and saw Ogilvy's account at the end of evening totaling an outstanding 25 awards that included a black spear for its KFC Burritos campaign. And that is our bulletin for this afternoon. And now for your brand of the week, can I have a clap clap for this one? Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> it is Twitter! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so Twitter... Uh, to double tweet limit to 280 characters. Now, this can mean good or bad. But Twitter announced on Tuesday it would double the limit for tweets to 280 characters, a bid to draw in more users and boost engagement at the social media network. Giving users twice the space to voice their thoughts ushers in a new era for the online platform whose hallmark 140-character cap had encouraged users to craft succinct uh, we are expecting the character limit We want it to be easier and faster For everyone to express themselves Tweeted the site which, start, which stated Which started testing an increase To its limits in most languages In early September The changes will be rolling out in all languages Except Japanese, Korean, Chinese In which space limitations Have not been an issue Twitter said I mean. <laughs> It is the first time to tweet it is the first time the tweet character caps has been raised uh, since Twitter had, was founded 11, 11 years ago. Twitter, which has been lagging behind viral social networks when in user growth and struggling to reach profitability, faced a dilemma over the change in that it could alienate long-term users to transform the nature, the nature of the service. Hmm. I find that I find that very interesting. Uh-huh. But let's face it. The Japanese do not need quite a lot to write because you know the writing. What is that writing? There's what is it called? Those things mm-hmm. that just looks like lots of blocks and stuff put together. Um, they don't need lots because they mm. can say a lot in one character. <laughs> I'm just saying. Whereas, they can. whereas Tina, I mean, on the other hand, we need quite a lot yeah, to be able do. to say. But now I'm worried that with Twitter, people are going to start writing theses. Remember when Facebook came out? Mm-hmm. And people would write three paragraph statuses and you just thought, I can't read, I don't have time to read that. And now people are writing so many paragraphs and you know the, those threads yeah. on Twitter it's that people always, much. yeah, it's it's getting too much, especially because people are, are so intense right now on Twitter. You say one thing and someone jumps at you and now you can imagine if they've got so much liberty to write everything <laughs> and everything they want to write, it's going to blow up. It is going to blow up. So I think it's going to be interesting. I'm good with 140 characters. Hey, I'm mm. good. And I think the minute they give us that opportunity, but I think we need to, to recognize them for staying relevant. Mm. Because I think with, with Instagram, Twitter's a bit fading because people have, I mean, it's still big, but I think people are more becoming more interested in themselves than writing stuff on, 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 on Twitter. 
better. So this is giving them uh, an opportunity to, to innovate themselves and mm. make themselves relevant and give us more opportunity to write as much as we want. Yeah, and that brings us to the end of the show of your experiential learning, experiential marketing. Uh, Fish, do you have the quote of the week? I do indeed. And our quote of the week says... Um, Goodness, it has disappeared. Oh, good marketers see consumers as complete human beings with all the dimensions real people have. And that is from jo- Jonas, Jonas Sachs, I think is one of the um, sex guys. And I think that quote is quite important because it mm-hmm. speaks exactly to experiential marketing. Mm-hmm. Because it means when you see people as who they are, as complete human beings, you'll bring them products and experiences that speak to each dimension and they can experience the brand and that is our quote for the week yes and we've been (laughs) it's been quite a great show it has I had fun talking about all those examples and all those great brands that did uh, the most with uh, experiential learning and we still we still are open right fish to people um, suggesting what they want us to talk about of course we are of course we are yes and on Facebook as well I think we should make a public post public announcement Mm, for mm. people to engage with us in that manner I think we should and remember we are and so on the various social media platforms do please uh, get in touch with us. Um, remember to always hashtag Brands of Africa so we can Brand of Africa show so we can get your feedback and be able to share the great stories that we share with you. But it has indeed been an amazing show. I think um, again we'll continue this conversation next week when we're looking at a different topic. As usual, we're always trying to give you as much as we can from marketing. My name is Fred Arthur Fish. My name is Mpomaisa. It's been an absolute pleasure. Please get in touch with us and we'll do this again next week. Have an awesome weekend and a great week ahead. Tune in to Africa Business Radio on www.africabusinessradio.com Find us on Facebook Africa Business Radio and on Twitter Africa Beats Radio Towards a profitable Africa. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.